Hey there, welcome to another episode of It's On Us Podcast. This is a podcast based in Lorain, Ohio. There's five of us on the podcast. My name is John. You're going to hear Ash, you're going to hear Cliff, Gabe, and Jacob as well throughout these episodes. We hope you enjoy. We hope you tune in for another one. Uh, We try to release every Tuesday, so please keep a lookout. Put us on your uh, Spotify list. We want to see you next year. Spotify wrapped. I owe you to the moon. It's funny to me, it's like, I've never heard of this person to the nigga went to jail and quarantine happened. Like, they really <laughs> held us over with this one man's life. He's interesting. Why is this story so remarkable, though? Joe Exotic. Like, where the fuck Joe Exotic. That's a hilarious name. Joe, Joe Exotic. Exotic. And, but I'm excited. He lives up <laughs> to his name in a weird way. Like, all oh, the yeah. adventures he does and shit. It's so you funny. Know, I think we should talk about the. Oh, we're recording? Wow. <laughs> I was say, do we have, like, nicknames? I, I have, like, no cool nickname. I feel like yeah, like are. Joe Exotic. Like, I ain't got, well, we ain't talking about SS, that one. Baby. They ain't talking about yeah, that SS. one. Talking about that. No, 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 no. I'm talking like That's nicknames though, like Joe Exotic. Like, like how uh, Joe Burrow is like po- like Joe Shiesty. I can't roll my R's, but Joe Joe, Joe, Joe Burrow. Burrow. I can't Joe do Burrow. it. Joe Burrow. I can't even do it. <laughs> but um, I used to call you Jay Screwy back in the day because yeah. you used to like put mixtapes yeah. together for me and shit. You appreciate that. that. Yeah, I appreciate that. You can't give yourself your own nickname. Exactly. I don't want. I don't want to do that. Is there a point where you have too many nicknames for one person, though? No, 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 no. Because it might be, it might relate to like a certain like story or like a like a time in that your friendship or is like remember that shit? Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm just, just like, Dookie or something. <laughs> my whole life, I feel like I've had uh, countless nicknames. I was about to say, how many nicknames Same. do you think you've had over over your years? Off the top of my head, off the top. So like I've been in all them. They call me Baby Legs. Okay. Um. Austin calls me Pierre sometimes. Okay. Um, who else? Uh, Gary. Ivan also calls me Gary. Uh, Gary Coleman, even though I don't look anything like Gary Coleman. Um, I think that's a height reference. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but Ivan looks like Gary Coleman more than I look like Gary I, Coleman. I would agree. So, um, a lot of stupid ones like uh, G Money, you know, G Baby, Grandma with Gaby Baby, like. Aww. So. I don't know, man. I feel like I've had a lot of nicknames, and not, I've never like been like too particular on one. Like, mm-hmm. so if anybody were to call me anything, I'm just like, anything is better. Anything is better than Gabriel. I feel like so. Depends mm-hmm. on who you're talking to. Like, mm-hmm. what about you, Cliff? You got any? Yeah, I got a bunch actually. I mean, I got Fat Craddy. Some of my family still calls me that because I was a fat ass baby when I was obviously an infant. I have a uh, Ray Ray. Ash knows that mm-hmm. name from back in the day. Um, what else do I have? I have Cliff. I have a. Uh, Cliffy Rob, what else do I have? Now you do Radcliffe today. Do Radcliffe, there you go. I have Dove Chocolate. Dove Chocolate. <laughs> like, I, I, love that. I love that one. Mm, Mr. Smiley Face. At one point in time, I had Mr. Sex Talk because I was like funny when I was talking about sex back in high school, and it was just really raw and rugged, and people were like, "Oh, how could somebody talk about it? It's just real, you know what I mean?" Mm-hmm. And then, um, yeah, I've had a lot though. But thank you, Jacob. You I develop a lot of like chocolate. nicknames even throughout you? the podcast. I was about to though. ask you, how many you nah, have? Some, my, it's got to be censored for me, bro. Maybe <laughs> <laughs> like one I might can relate on. <laughs> but uh, no, I mean I had like childhood nicknames: Ash, Ashgosh, Bagash. That's a store, though. Right, but I've been called that too. Um, I never knew that until I oh, seen yeah. the story. Like, it was, I said, hold on, wait, what the fuck? I thought, <laughs> said, I thought people just made that shit up just to say that shit. <laughs> Mm, Zaddy, uh, you know, just it's a, it's a whole <laughs> list of stuff you can go down, but we're not talking about me here. Jacob, you though, you I've got had, Glizzy, hey, Glizzy I King. I relate. 
H.W. Jake. H.W. I'm calling you Archie. I like Arch. I like Archibald. Henny Waster. Okay. Glizzy guy, Henny Waster. Dumbass. Disposable. Yeah, me and Jake, we're the dynamic duo of dumbass. Yeah. Big dumb. Wow. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's we cool. got that nickname from our parents. Wait, how? What do you mean? Well, one of us is dumb and one of us is an ass. Yeah. So you got to choose which one is which. Whoever's feeling. You know? Yeah, it kind of rolls flip. Like, yeah. You can be the dumbass. It's like cat, dog, dog, cat, you know? That's you just dumb. Like yeah, we put a hole in the wall one time. Oh, yeah, that was that. that's what really caused the, yeah. the dumbass. We was fucking around. And, like, <laughs> no, 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 no. We weren't fucking around. Jacob thought he was uh, a D1 uh, <laughs> athlete <laughs> coming at me at a four point stance, and I hit this motherfucker with this whoosh, swing. No, move, that's not Push his ass right through the wall. No. <laughs> That's, no, he treated his ass like no. a matador, like a bull. No, I tried, <laughs> no, I tried, like a fucking defensive no, what lineman. Keep I tried to get shit. him with this, but he was just too strong at that point, and he pushed me, and I fell into the wall because my big ass was in the wall. No, he sat in the wall. Uncle, you know, it was crazy at any point in life if people would have saw you too. The fact that you're even saying he was stronger than you, at any point, <laughs> that, that just says a lot. You need to hit the, the weight room. But I'm not gonna lie to people either. So. I know you're not. So yeah, so we get. We're like, fuck. So we went to go bowling anyways, and then my mom gives me a call. No, we went to go to Leah's volleyball game. Oh, volleyball game. And then my mom was like, what happened to the, to the wall? I'm like, You didn't uh, even tell her? I tried to tell her. You just left? Yeah. <laughs> Bro, I would have whooped your ass. Well, not well. Jacob was gonna get his ass whooped. Ultimately, I didn't have to go back to Grandma and Grandpa's house. Okay, right. I, I got to go. Hey, home. It's not my house. And that's <laughs> his mom and dad's house. He got to deal with that. He has to go home to that. I technically. I can't believe not. you just left it like damn. What do you want me to fucking do? <laughs> well, I mean, at least call him. Like, hey, we John, play. there is a size a hole of Jacob, <laughs> Jacob in the wall. <laughs> Know what you do? You, you, shake what you think you can put a curtain up in the middle of the hallway? <laughs> well, the night would be ruined for sure. No, if you so call you see, you see, you like, all right, I fuck with you. Right, Dead ass. They're like, what happened? And I was like, this, you know, this will happen. Fuck me, fucking around and shit. They're like, you guys got to fix it. I'm like, all right, just give us. My dad ended up fixing it that week. I'm like, Dad, I, if you would have walked me through it, I would have fixed it. He's like, no. I'm like, okay. He was mad at you. He, no, he, tried, he straight up told me, he said, y'all would have fucked something else up. I felt that. You felt that. That's fucked up. But you don't bring us in. We kind of just started, somewhere. like you know. Talking. Well, no, you started like that, Jacob. You just hit the. I know. I didn't. Even, I didn't even realize you fucking did it. Oh yeah, it was so dope, welcome, to, welcome to another episode. Of it's on us podcast. You're. You got the crew here today, Mister mm-hmm. Ash. Yo yo. Ray Ray. Hey Cliff, hey. Mister Speedy. Mr. That's another nickname, GP. Ah, I, but I've always heard I like, like GP though. Put that on GP. GP. When I first time I heard that shit, I'm like, oh, I like that. I mean, that, I never nobody said it to me, but I do like that. Sounds. Anybody ever call you G? <laughs> Anybody ever call you G, G unit? Oh yeah, yeah. G unit. Oh yeah. I heard I, it all, man. I had that in my phone for a while for him. Nice. nice. Um, and then. John, I got no nickname. I'm fucking boring as shit. Like, <laughs> I was out last night. I was in Cleveland last night. I was like, I didn't really know a lot of people in the bar. I'm like, man, I'm fucking lame as shit. Like, I'm looking around. Everybody's like talking like to each other. I'm like, oh, this is cool. Nah, it's, it's different being out there in night. It's definitely, yeah. I mean, no, I was, I was, didn't that one girl call you like Big Daddy John at one Uh-oh. point? What did the one girl say at the beach? What she? What was her name? Yeah, for you? she called you something too. Who was like? Oh, at the beach in, in Miami? Miami. Yeah. Oh, I don't. I forgot what she called. Me. White chocolate. I, it's, I think something like that. Oh, mm-hmm. look, I'm mine. Yeah. Yeah. And then you got just me, the glizzy, glizzy, yeah. glizzy, glizzy guy, glizzy. the fake uh, Marvel uh, liker. <laughs> we got to be mindful because some people this may be their first episode listening to us, so we got to make sure you know we cultivate well, all of our names and. 
This well, is just a group. little FYI, we've been drinking. All right. So if you if we say some shit and it's kind of questionable, I'm blaming Ash. Yes. Oh yeah, we're all blaming Ash. Blame the Casamigos. You gonna cancel me? You're a con. No. We're putting all the blame on. Damn. Damn. <laughs> I won't let you take it, man. Hey, look. You're welcome. All right. All right. So what we got today? Yeah, a range of different topics me and Cliff came up with since mm-hmm. nobody wanted to respond to it. To a text about a Discord meeting. Wow. It was a lot no. going on yesterday. Hold on, man. Why did you just present it like that? Like, hey, we were in a curse and, like, we decided hey, cut the that, episode, like, man. Straight <laughs> isolated us, though. Pause this shit. Yeah, you about to jump his bitch ass. All he did was just, like, hey, like, I'm reading the temperature of the uh, Discord. I mean, uh, the group chat. He was like, can you just get shoot me some topics real quick just in case we don't hop on Discord? I was like, yeah, I got you. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know, and then I told him uh, later on after I shot him. So I'm like, people are busy this weekend. It's All Star weekend. They got plans. Mm-hmm. I was like, you know, I understand if nobody. Oh, I just like talking my shit. You do this, like this will come out next week, so I'm sure all right. this will be like past us. Right. Well, first things first, I think we could talk about the All Star Weekend then, since John was out there. Yeah. So mm-hmm. how how was the atmosphere out there, John? It was really cool. It was a lot of traffic out there. We had a took an Uber in into Cleveland, and the guy was like, "It's a fucking madhouse." Mm, I imagine. His, what it was time? Like, did you guys like? We got there. I left my house at six. I got. We got there probably around like seven. It's too uh, late. Mm-hmm. You gotta be there. Like you should have been, yeah, four an hour early. Yeah. I know. Yep. I, I had, yeah, I know. I but then that goes into how much money I asked you if you right, spent. You'd have right. spent a little bit more, probably going out a little bit earlier. Exactly. So. And I wasn't, you know, I haven't really been drinking, so I was like, I had a couple beers, and I was like, I'm good. Mm-hmm. And then my cousin was like, Right, you sure? I'm like, nah, so, um, did you go out to All Star Weekend during the baseball? When, no, no, no. He actually said he did, and he was, he was like. Was he, did he compare it to? Because yeah. I went out for baseball. That yeah, he said he weekend. said that was cool. He yeah. said that right before because that was in 2019. Yep, before, right before the pandemic. The pandemic. So, yep. mm-hmm. yeah, that, that was, was pretty cool. cool. Yeah, it had the um, the convention center over there with the Huntington one. Nice. They had that nice. big field. It was it was really lit. I yeah. really I really like to see like we were at this, a couple bars at Harry Buffalo and shit, and they had. It was just look cool looking around and seeing like Philadelphia 76ers jerseys and people mm-hmm. like repping like different people and it's like mm-hmm. oh like this is a collective of everybody. You like, right. see like a melting pot of like yeah. the NBA like but it's in Cleveland. Yes, like, yes. This hasn't happened it since was I in think, my backyard. Like, I'm like I have to go. No, they said they said 25 years. The, no, so I think it was older than that. No, the fifth the, the 50th 97? anniversary was the. Um, was the last time it came into Cleveland. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, whatever. It's, what, it's like 75. 97. 1997, I yeah, think it I was. Yeah, I think that's what it was. Then. And yeah. it was it's just really cool to be a part of that. And, so, you know, I was I was driving down the radio. They were like, people will never forget this moment. I'm like, well, people probably will. But, like, me being actually a part of it, like, being down there and shit, it was cool. It was a really cool yeah. experience. Yeah. It's the experience. That's what I'm talking yes. about. Like, like winning the championship. Yeah. yeah. Literally. Like, was, when it, were y'all down there for Cleveland? And, when no, we were I, 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 I wasn't. Was, I wanted to. My cousin went. It was chaotic. He Bro. posted it on snap that shit look like a damn jungle like i hugged all the so many grown-ass men like dead ass like crying like i never thought i'd see this in my life see? like yes. like so, 65 and up type shit like and taylor went down taylor got to touch Kyrie's hand nice i was like i was at work while they went i'm like i had to drive into cleveland during the parade and that shit Bro, I was bet chaotic you did. i had to oh, just pick up some goodness. damn parts it took me damn near an hour to get out of cleveland mm-hmm. just fighting through traffic there was so many people mm-hmm. lined up for the rta i ain't never seen like lines in my life so long mm-hmm. i'm like where did all these people fucking come from parking <laughs> lots were filled i'm like wow like a championship does this to your fucking city i was like this it was cool i'm not gonna lie that makes this me feel good though because cool. i know that yes. support is there like I, right. I can't wait till the browns win oh, the super bowl did you guys see did you oh guys see the rams oh, i did see it was weak like it was weak there's well, that girl fucking broke her spine oh, yeah. I that kind of wait what wait what so the there's spine. a girl so a Take, photographer was taking photos of matt stafford and his i think it was his wife, wife yes. yeah um and she was like 
backtracking and when she obviously the platform was i think like 10 feet high she <gasps> fell off back first and she uh cracked the vertebrae oh i read yesterday yeah. actually about that um he's paying all of her medical bills. i did Is see he? that though yeah. that's because good, he, he did, walked away he, he did i'm gonna he, say he, he i did, feel like he did like, feel some type of backlash of just kind of like mm. but at the same time what is he supposed to do He's probably drunk. Let's let's be real. He was drunk. He's, yeah. He probably drunk. Do you want a drunk man to really take care of somebody who just fractured their spine? I, mean, I don't know. That was he could have done something. The, he could have done something. I but mean, the wife also seen it too, and she, I think she. And I think that's work. why he did that. Right. So. And I think it's just noble that he's taking care of all of her. Expenses. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. At the end. At the end of it. Yeah. yeah. But it was definitely a weak yeah, parade. I'm weak like, as fuck. Oh, I was like, but okay. So then uh, let me well, ask you this. One more thing, because I've seen people compare it to the Owen 16 parade we had. And our own 16 parade had more people. Wow. It was that bad? I do, didn't watch it. Do you think certain cities get, um, not fed up with championships, but, you know, like just... It's another it? thing. Yeah, it's just another it's just thing. like another thing. Think about, think about Boston. Oh, yeah. I was the, say, the Red Sox were winning it. Uh, the Bruins won it. Uh, the Celtics. The Celtics, you know, and it's just like... I think it really depends on your fan base. The, Ram, the Rams are kind of still new to L.A., and I heard... I heard uh, that, that they're still an Oakland uh, base, base team because, mm. you know, L.A. Raiders was really the team. Right. And I heard uh, when they faced the San Francisco 49ers, like 70% of the uh, stadium was San, San Francisco. Yeah. Wow. So no that shit. lets you know they're still, like, building a foundation because I believe if the Lakers win and, you know, we're that, outside, that more people will, will turn out. Hopping. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So I, Real I quick, too, history base. check. They used to be called the Cleveland Rams. Yes, they did. Back well, really? in the 40s. Way, way back in the day. <laughs> yep. 30s yep. or 40s, yeah. That's crazy, man. Good to yeah. know. Learn something new today. Mm-hmm. I mean, just like Baltimore Ravens, they used to be the Browns, mm-hmm. too. So mm-hmm. you know, they And I would take you a step further that they be used to be the Colts, the Baltimore Colts. Oh, that is so yeah. oh that's a fact. I know that. It's a lot of history there, man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But no, definitely uh, All Star Weekend was dope. It's still going on, so it's, you know this, tonight's the um, you know of course when this airs it's going to be uh, passed. But tonight's the dunk contest. Is there anybody in the dunk contest that we know of? Yeah, we got a um, couple. I mean, we have uh, Cole Anthony. He's in the dunk contest. He, he was dunking last night. Um, I, I seen on his yeah. snap. I follow him, and he was. Practicing. I got I got uh, Jalen Green winning it all. Nice. I like Jalen. Uh, is it weird to say that I like underground dunking competitions versus like the All Star Game ones? Because I feel mm-hmm. like because people are protecting their image brand and because of insurance and shit, they're only limited to so many dunks that we've already seen. Versus when you go underground, they're forced to do something creative to win a lot of money. Yeah, because what else true. can you do? We've seen people jump over cars. We've seen people between the legs, three sixty windmill. Like what else is left? Super like, high so, rims. Mm-hmm. So the whole participants with dunk contests are Obi Toppin. Jalen Green, Cole Anthony, and Juan. I'm not even going to try to pronounce his last name. <laughs> There's always one race. random guy you never yeah. hear of. Toscano something? Anderson. Toscano Anderson. Okay. Yeah. I proposed this idea, though, because people like to protect their, again, their health and shit like that, that the NBA, in order to put people on, and it will be kind of like a halftime show, for all-star game, just invite the best dunkers from around the world to perform. Yeah, they'll just get a know, bigger stage. Right. It'll, no. it'll bring up their popularity. It'll be yeah. like a collaboration, mm-hmm. and it'll be a good look for both. Well, I, I will say, I'll say this. Last night, they had, at one point, they, you know, they, they had all these breaks in between. The Blazers, um, like, cheer squad was out there, the, the Celtics. So they were bringing, like, talent in from other. Oh, yeah. That was really cool to see, like, other other acts, you know, because in like you said, kind of like the halftime, like just to break it up, and it was it was it was a collective like from other teams too. You Which gotta, one was the coolest? Like that caught your eye? 
They well, they they had this one. It was from the Cavs, actually. It was a po- they call nice. them the, the Pogaliers. It was <laughs> oh yeah, it's in the Pogaliers. Yeah, it was mm-hmm. fucking dope as fuck. They were they're three dudes. I think maybe three, three dudes. They were on pogo sticks and they were fucking flipping and shit in like sequence. It was really cool. Oh shit. Yeah, like high as well. Like, that was cool. So to go back on the on the dunk contest, would you do you think some people don't do it? Because I've seen a quote that they rather dunk on somebody in game. <laughs> That's a, opposed to dunking in the contest. I do you see think? that. I see. I'm that. sorry if you ask me that. I will say the same thing. I much rather take somebody's life in the game <laughs> versus hey, like winning a. Gary almost caught MGK last night in the celebrity mm. game. He almost he was this close to getting mm. like a putback or something. Yeah, shout out to Miles Gary, man. Bro, you just see Machine Gun Kelly like. Oh, got it, the way. it was the uh, like celebrity yeah. game last night. Okay, <laughs> hey, he did a windmill too. Who I won? Bet. He's fucking huge. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Evan uh, Mobley's team won the yeah. Rising Stars. Right, sorry, team Barry. Yeah. Team Barry. But the as far as the, the celebrity game, I don't oh, even know. Walton. Bill Walton's team. Bill Walton. Yeah, Quavo's team. I don't even know who the fuck was in there. Me neither. It, it was a lot of like Jack Harlow, D-list celebrities like I Quavo. Yeah. Jack Harlow. He's probably one of the only ones. MGK, Mouse Garrett, Cream Hunt. Yeah. Anderson Verjao, Booby Gibson. That's dope. Booby didn't even play. No, I don't even think he got any burns. Um, the mayor of Cleveland got a bucket or two. Nice. Who, Jackson? No, uh, Bib. The new one. New one, Bib. He's the 58th yep. mayor of Cleveland. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was like, coach, okay. I have mixed feelings. I might watch the highlights, but that – because I used to look forward to the celebrity all-star game just to see, like, who could really hoop mm-hmm. and shit. But I lost interest. But that sounds kind of interesting. If J Cole ain't in there, I ain't watching it, bro. They had the guy well, from like real the, the Bachelor. Oh yeah, really? a Bachelor guy, and then um, the MVP was actually players. a Peloton instructor. Get the fuck out of here, dead ass. But hey, he did a couple nice plays. Like he did a nice behind the back. I bet Peloton stock went up. They also <laughs> had a um, <laughs> former Harlem Globetrotter. Yeah, I heard about that. Too. She was nice. She did a behind the back pass to Gary for his first dunk, but. Damn you shit you Highlight reel over here Jake. I watched You it. know the whole thing Was there any WNBA up. players in it? There was There was two. one There was One or two One or two I forget her name though Good. But nice You know Jacob He only like He's an analyst mm-hmm. He doesn't watch like Actual like games so. Highlight He's a highlight master Yeah yeah I saw how he just went on that ramble Just now so You know <laughs> Love you man Love you I feel it So um Just to ask you a question the importance of having different retirement accounts, example, like, what, what do you mean, like, IRA and Roth, and then, like, not to, like, switch mm-hmm. off the subject, but, like, what, what what do you mean by that? Okay, so. Because I got lost. I'm like, what is this? What am I even reading? Like, so that, okay, so I was talking to my tax lady, and I was talking about Social Security and, like, is it going to be around, like, when we get old enough to retire? Mm-hmm. And she said, yeah, I do believe so, but it's also good to have other retirement plans. And. Roth IRAs and stuff like that is stuff that I got to learn more about, but they're just other types of retirement that you can have. They have benefits and they have downfalls. I, I believe you have. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so like a Roth IRA is an entire, an, a, a retirement account that basically you put in money every year. You can put in a, a X amount of dollars and basically you choose where it's being invested. So instead of a bank account, you put the, you put it there, but you can't touch your earnings until you're 65. So there's like this whole thing where you can touch what you put in, but then also then your account balance is less, mm-hmm. so you're not making as much. So it's really just the the main key is to put as much as you can in. It's six thousand a year that you can put in, um, max. But your um, goal is to keep that in there, so it's compounding interest every year. So you can put in six thousand a year. I think there's like estimates like you put in six thousand a year for from your twenties to your fifties or sixties. I think you 
end up putting like 50 grand in or something I don't, or not 50 grand it's not 50 grand but like maybe like 100 something and it turns into like it could turn into with like, like interest it could turn into like millions of dollars because of just compounding interest yeah so so I guess more so you're taking a chance I mean it's, it's, it's a way of like are. cultivating like money in the long term game mm-hmm. for some reason it's, I feel like we talked about this years ago and you told me you were getting one and I mm-hmm. was somewhat interested in yeah it really people in, in your 30s and in your t- late 20s 30s even when you're young I mean just just put a couple of dollars in every paycheck you know put $50 a paycheck and, and, and just have it set aside so if you can live without it throw it away not throw it away throw it to the side and then get it when you're retired so i, I you guess know. my thing is like how do we make this more sexy for this generation to be like this is advertising let's, mm-hmm. let's start doing this like it's not really popular for a lot mm-hmm. of people to get into a roth ira or right, have a savings right. account or like more CDs. people are more invested on like investing that's right. what i want to know like well, low-key this it is investing though because like so i'm on the same app i'm on like fidelity or like I, i'll go to like yahoo finance and i'm i'm looking up stocks but i'm also looking up funds that i'm going to buy into with my roth ira so it's like if you look at it from a, but you can't look at it from a turn, you know, a, a, oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna buy it right now and sell it in two days. It's like I'm gonna buy it. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna hope that everything in this, it's like this, these mutual funds, they'll have like Facebook or Disney, and and, and it's a, you, you don't own a full stock, you own a, a portion of the stock. Partial. That makes sense, and pretty um, much over time, you'll eventually, hopefully, buy a whole stock, and you're gonna invest in businesses that will. Again, you hope that are right. going to be around when you're 60, 65, like a Disney, mm-hmm. Apple, or, mm-hmm. you know. And, or, or like you say, hard. you risk it on this, like, up-and-coming ones. And maybe say you buy a bunch of fucking, like, cheap stock. I, I have one stock I bought. It's, like, $15 a, a share. So, it's, like, all these little shares of, of a stock. But mm-hmm. the overall, like, um, future on it, I think, I forgot what the what the um, return is. It, over 7%. So, if you're making more than a percent, is great because right. you're making more than a, in a bank account. Because mm-hmm, if yeah. you just leave it in your bank, you're making nothing. Exactly. But if you're at least putting it and you're making seven percent, that's really good. I was in a couple funds last year was making like twelve or fifteen percent, but then this year they fucking I'm gonna be emphasizing this. They fucking tanked. I'm talking dog shit. I'm I've Pew. lost money. So that's the thing. That's the risk you're trying to take. But you just hope that in for thirty years when I'm retired. It's, it has worked itself out, and I've, I'm up. All right, because right now it's a, it's a bear's market. I'm going to be honest. It's not like, you know, bullish right now. But eventually, if it becomes bullish, you'll make all your money back and then some. Exactly. So, it, again, your money goes how the market goes. So, depending on if it's a bear or bull market, depends on how your money's look. But mm-hmm. it's a long-term game, so you can't long-term. really yeah. really matter. Right. So Just, the, And there is like – and additionally, to, to build on that, and I won't go too much further, there is like financial – advisors and investors that you can say here's six thousand dollars you invest it and make me money and they take a they take a cut but it's not like a a crazy they're not taking 40 percent they're you know they may be taking up a small percentage of your earnings eventually in a year or however they do it right but um and what's like if you had to put an assumption number like how much like maybe 15 to maybe even less just i think it was i i was gonna get into my work and it was like three percent or something that's beautiful yeah so, so what happens if a person fails? Is it okay to fail doing this? Because people I mean, fail in life, so like, they, they, yeah, you can. I mean, you can. It, you just hope you don't. I mean, I guess that's that's the thing. And when your uh, stock value goes down to zero, that's going to be kind of tough. But I mean, 
you just got to hope that you're the customer that the bad day or the bad situation don't mm-hmm. happen to because mm-hmm. you got to realize these people are experts. They went to school. So nine times out of mm-hmm. 10, you're betting your money on good money. Mm-hmm. You just Again, you just got to hope you're the account that don't go wrong. Right. Exactly. You got to kind of bet. Yeah, you're, you're betting for the future. And, and, and this is a way that you kind of leave it, not leave it alone, but it's just kind of you got to you got to make sure if some shit starts going south, like the ones I'm in, I would consider since I'm so, if I was like 55, I'd be selling these shits right off now because I'm not going to risk losing more money. And I'll go to a safer 1%, 2% return. Exactly. So, so back like how you said 55, do you mm-hmm. think the margin of failure is lessened with the more amount of years you are invested in it? Mm-hmm. Um, I believe so. I would believe yeah, so. Yeah. Because like mean, us starting now, mm-hmm. I mean... It's right. going to be hard to lose money in a forty-year plan. You, in my, yeah, in right, my eyes, right? Exactly. You may you may lose in year seven, year ten, but you may gain in mm-hmm. heavily in year fifteen, year seventeen. You know, so it may, makes up for those losses. But someone that's at the end of their career, they can't afford to lose. Right. You know, and but, that's why I think the margin of failure for somebody who's not as understanding as what to do with all this mm-hmm. is is a lot you know shorter than somebody that like you said we've been planning since. 27 28 29 exactly. years old 30 mm-hmm. and you can't you say you can't get it out to what 65 mm-hmm. so that's 35 years right you're right. gonna have way more wins than losses within that window. and that's right. how i'm gonna look at it i mean opposed to 15 a 15 year gap yeah you're gonna have some good and bad years but is that it's gonna be marginally different from a 35 year exactly gap. and some of these funds they'll give you like a three like a three-year five-year ten-year estimate of that fund at this very moment just based mm-hmm. on the trending of so okay. that's kind of cool that they do that it's like a like a thing that the, just like a free thing they do and that also I don't know if that's like manipulated but it very well could be you know you could say well it's gonna be great in five years and fucking does nothing terribly and everybody's has sold their shit and mm-hmm. you're, and, you're, and all you can hope for at the end of that rope is that the side of the coin is that it's on a bull market and then when you sell off everything is just beautiful so mm-hmm. that's really what you're also betting on mm-hmm. if you're lucky enough to have a bull market when you're 65 and then one more you have great money yep and one more thing there what they do what you what you would plan on doing is as you move on so now i'm 30 i'm gonna be 30 next year y'all y'all 30 who 30 who? Y'all, y'all 30 this year who? i'm 30 next year but for the viewers, dick. for the viewers, that's everybody in front of me. Okay? No, hey, hey, dick, John, stop. don't remind me of that. <laughs> so, so when you get like to like say forty or fifty years old, you would actually change your investments to be a little more less risky. So there, right. there's like a risk scale, uh, risk scale um, on each of those mutual funds. So, Thanks. just it's just an investing. Go big you know, or go home. To, to make it more, to make it more, um, make this sexy. For yeah, you. make it uh, sexy. Uh, I, it's hard to say. It's, it's just you got to look at you got to just bank on your future and bank you're, on the market. You're protecting yourself from maybe not having another source of income when you're done retire and you want to retire. Okay. And I'll even boil it down to this is what we tell people every day who try to be entrepreneurs is what Ash is doing now. Bet on yourself. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. all you're doing mm-hmm. is betting on yourself. If you're confident enough to bet on yourself, nine times out of ten you might make out mm-hmm. greener if you didn't. Welcome mm-hmm. to the Jack Hundred on Black. There you go. And you yeah. might come up off that one play right there. Mm-hmm. Right. I know for me, like, I think investing in yourself is the most sexiest thing you can do. Like, That's true. That's true. Any any courses, anything that you, like you said, like you did last week with, with the equipment you're buying for your brand. Yep. And yeah, it's dope. I got my taxes back. I'm like, okay, let me evaluate. I got something I'm building. Let me buy a screen print machine. Let me buy an embroidery mm-hmm. machine because it might long term affect me in a good way. And I'm learning as I'm going along. So. I mean, mm-hmm. if for anybody out there, like, just invest in yourself. You'll never go wrong investing in yourself in anything mm-hmm. you do. 
I think the most important thing is having multiple tools in your tool bag. Yeah. You know, and and it's just it's mm-hmm. so clutch just to be able to do different things in different styles and go about shit different ways. Yeah. Cuz then that makes you more of an asset anywhere you go. Yep. Cuz like a lot of people do liability shit that's like not like no, I don't want you in my team. Mm-hmm. And, and for I, us, like, we're trying to build a team. So like, we want people that's like, we're all assets in some space, right? So we're trying to like push each other to do like the best of whatever we can do. So like that's mm-hmm. just the message. Like true, true. And I think for you, like personally, us, like you went from being your own boss with your brand to being other people's bosses at actual work. Mm-hmm. And it, you know what I mean. Like now you're trying to like it's starting to coexist, and I'm like, okay, yeah, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Like, but I, I don't want that. I don't want my dream to ever die. Because mm-hmm. if it's really your dream, it'll never like go away. It's something that like picks at you at two a.m. in the morning, three a.m. in the morning. You're like, man, something's bothering me. You wake up, you like start to scroll and you see stuff like, yeah, that's like your intuition calling you. Like you need to do something right now. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it's different for everybody uh, else, though. That's true. No, I agree because like to go back to be back off what Gabe said, mm-hmm. how he said you want to have multiple tools in two bags. That's what I try to do. Yeah. Like I'm not I'm not the I'm not the one to go to school. I I figured that out the third time I tried to go. It's not the route for everybody. It's not, but I've also learned that with what my interests are and with my knowledge of stuff and how things are run and having inspirations like you, you know, seeing how you work, seeing how you work, seeing how you work and seeing how you work. I was like, Okay, I'm not gonna be good with numbers like John. Mm-mm. But I could do this, you know, I could do this. I can't, you know, Maybe do embroidery machines and shit like that, but I think I could do something with art. And the thing is, like, we're human. We can teach ourselves literally anything. Exactly. Like exactly. anything. Like if you're good, if you're bad at something, it means you need to work harder. Yeah, at it. get better at right. it. Mm-hmm. So it's like it's it really is on you. Shout out to the podcast. Shout out to the podcast <laughs> <laughs> to like come up with like your future because like you create that. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. that's pretty much the message. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So what else we got? Thank you, thank you, John, for that financial literacy. I need to take. Oh yeah, because I just want to make it more sexier and like more. We're pushing this because mm-hmm. this is what we're about. It, like it's very. I I want to say that it's just not as attractive because it's just like a it's a long term thing. People want stuff right now, and it's mm-hmm. it's not gonna. You're not gonna see it right this moment. It, it's gonna look good, but it's not gonna look sexy. Yeah, right and now. how Clifton puts it like we're in like a microwave type of like exactly. society right out my mouth a Clifton and gym no and it's like we need the oven, oven base mm-hmm. yeah that's mm-hmm. how it has it's, to be and, and it's like he's like Jacob said like it's kind of like that that when you're done you are you are safe you have another source of income if all else fails you have something there that maybe you put it away you didn't even realize you put six grand away a year or less you just do anything from one dollar to six thousand dollars if you just put it away and invest for your future you know, that at least you say, okay, when I'm 65, I'm gonna have that. Yeah. It'll that'll be there somewhere. So, so, so real quick, just speaking of like future, mm-hmm. shout out to Black Future Month or mm-hmm. Black History Month. However, we want to like spin this. You know what I mean? So when Kanye said it, like you gotta take Kanye for what he is. He does a lot of off the wall shit. Nah, bro. He does a lot of off the wall shit. Yeah, okay, he does a lot of off the wall shit, but he's also getting to the point now to where. If he's talking too much about personal stuff that's going on in like behind closed doors, it's like mm-hmm. you don't need to put all your laundry out there because all eyes can see, and that including your own daughter. Yeah. Like you say, you don't want her in toxicity, but you're causing toxicity too. And I think some people 
get the wrong idea like because mm-hmm. he's a celebrity oh yeah i'm a big fan I'm behind whatever he says it's like are you really though but what is nope. what, what is a celebrity somebody that everyone follows you're but, real popular yeah and idolizes but like i said i i appreciate him but i do not idolize him mm-hmm. i do have a like i said an appreciation for yeah i do love him as a person but that don't mean I agree with everything. Right, do. don't agree with his values. Mm-hmm. But I believe some people could be like get over that fandom and be like, no, I agree with everything this motherfucker. It's like, bro, you shouldn't idolize somebody that much to yeah. want to literally do everything that they do. His mind works real different. I mean, I get that you call yourself a genius. Like I call myself a genius. Everybody's, everybody's a, a genius behind it, right? And he in is. Their own way. He right. went broke and became a billionaire. Only a genius can do that. Like I'll give him that credit. But he had to, again, invest in himself, believe in himself, mm-hmm. and take a chance on himself. Like, this is this is what I have to do. I seen a clip on his documentary where he was, like, playing uh, All Falls, falls Down. Yes. I was he was, like, going in, and, like, people in the uh, office were not, not taking him serious at all. Not like, at all. They were, like, walking around. They were, like, mm-hmm. you're a producer. Nobody believes in But then, years later, All Falls Down is a classic. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I'll like, also say this. I got to credit Kim because when he was broke, she gave him money to get out of because his family was fucking him and up. I think that goes into a little bit with Kanye's perception of how he wants to be and how you said people want to live out their lives through them you, a lot of people love Kim Kardashian mm-hmm. and a lot of females in particular you know no offense they want to be shaped like that they want to oh, live fact. like that they they want to have that lifestyle they want to be in that lane the BBL, this is not their the fault surgery. neither but they, they developed a cult <laughs> Whether they know it or not, they right. did it on mm-hmm. accident. And, it, and it's kind of like with Beyonce and the Beehive. Yeah, you know, yeah. cult too, pretty much. You, once you are not, I won't even want to. Addicted is kind of the bad word to say, but it's the perfect analogy to put them through. Mm-hmm. But once you get so addicted to somebody's life that you cannot afford nor have, you start doing those tendencies of you know the Barbies for Nikki, right? And it goes on with any, anything else, you know. Yeah. I mean, people are like really, really impressionable. It goes with, and True. I feel like that goes True. with like your favorite athlete too. People want to be Steph Curry so bad. Why, yeah. You know why? That's why the NBA is changing. People pulling up from forty feet. Literally, I literally watched the game. They want to be Steph. I can't lie. That's why he might have to be considered a goat point guard because, like, I can say this. Like, yeah, Magic is a the goat point guard because of like his stature, how he did it, his history. But nobody wanted to play like Magic. Everybody wants to play like Steph. Mm-hmm. He literally affected a whole generation, and mm-hmm. we're watching it. Like I'm pulling down like, right after put, half court. Okay, so pull up the pull up the uh, what did KD say about? Um, oh yeah, he said, hold on, hold on. Literally. But you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. People get so infatuated mm-hmm. with with outside um, elements and outside reaches mm-hmm. that it's just like you know they they try to incorporate it into their everyday life even though you don't really have to do that i mean because mm-hmm. i think we talked about this what last week like i don't follow too many famous people on instagram or twitter or nothing like that you know mm-hmm. so for me to do it i feel like it's very um that's to benefit me in a positive way mm-hmm. not not just because you respect them me. you respect them as a person right they're, they're like I, fo- I follow kd but i followed kd since kd went to texas you know what i mean in college right right so it's like it's a little bit different yeah I guess more so imagine yourself as like you're in this tube or this like tunnel and as you're going through the tunnel on the side you see like glimpses of everybody else's life you can pick apart like what you want to pick apart but mm-hmm. like at the end of the day you're still in this tunnel of your right route mm-hmm. so don't like veer off and try to follow somebody else's dream you're gonna crash you crash that, that's a, a lot like parenting like you 
you pick apart how people, you know, how you were raised. But then again, you're also going to put your own perception on it because you are helping somebody navigate their own time. Yeah. And what you don't know, they'll pick up. Yeah. I just I just hate for the next generation to be so not like you hand everything to them and it's easy. Mm-hmm. Like, I need you to still have that hustle, that, have that intuition that they can yeah. do it and. Mm-hmm. And not just compare themselves and say, I want that because it looks good. I want it because I earned it and I want to be competitive for it. Got to keep competition yeah. alive. But, okay, so KD said his legacy is more important about your narrative than the actual performance. I felt that when I read that. I was like, damn. Mm-hmm. Starting out early. Damn. Um, from a personal point of view, I think it's narrative than, you know, the performance. I mean, because you, you, we see social media and they try to paint you a certain type of way, and that's not the narrative. Right. Like, time right. will always right. tell your story. Right, exactly. But in, but in the sphere of social media, you are that because of what the narrative says. At that time, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. I, so. think, I think um, KD kind of got it. I think it's half and half. Like, it's both narrative and performance because you can be a great performer but be a shitty person off the field, and that's really what kind of defines you. It's like, damn, mm-hmm. he was a great player, but he did all that, or vice versa. You know what I same, mean? Same so if I you think take it's a mix. Yeah, even if you take it out of the the, the concept of a sports athlete, of, of a say a mayor or a president, you know, you, you could be a great person when you're there, but you be a piece of shit out of the out of the office. You know, same mm-hmm. same thing. Like right. somebody writing an autobiography on you like, yeah, they used to do this in the back room and da 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 Like, oh, he was like that though? I, I might get canceled for this, but like Trump, he's a great businessman, shitty president. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But like it Asshole. works. You know, I don't you know. Like, he not he might not be a great businessman because his shit are getting shit is getting licked at by Oh yeah, he yeah, he yeah. just got sued. No, he's he's actually he's getting investigated. He stole documents from the White House that are like super fucking classified. Mm-hmm. And took him to his house. What? To say about yeah. this shit. Oh, he bold. I just read that <laughs> shit this morning. I was gonna say he, he bold. He got caught up in New York for his foundation mm-hmm. to where his son, daughter, and him all three have to appear. There's going to be a warrant out for their arrest. See. Oh no, man! That's gonna upset for, their fan base for, for a deposition or whatever. Because it's like, look, this is what we found in your foundation paperwork. That's looking kind of, you know, mm-hmm. sketch, sketch. Mm-hmm. So y'all gonna have to come tell us about the shit. Or I bet you, if I check, and I'm not even on Twitter, but I bet you, if I check his Twitter, no, wait, no, he's silent. Yeah, yeah, he, he got silent. his own platform. But I bet you, if I check online, <laughs> I bet you there's a quote out there somewhere because he he talks yes. and it gets out there somehow. That he has a quote where it says, if I'm somehow arrested or indicted, it's all a sham and they're out to get me and his people are going to believe that, eat that up and try to protect mm-hmm. him. That mm-hmm. man is dangerous. I'm not going to lie. His words really have power. You know, power. It's, it's crazy that he actually, he was silenced on like Twitter. He was deleted from Twitter. Like, no, they, yeah, they, they banned him. They banned him from Twitter. Like they banned him from a whole ass website. Like, well, and people aren't. That's why like he made this. his own shit now. He's got his own like social media platform. Is it like up and running? I don't even know. Is it That I don't know. I think under. it went under, but people ain't going to like what I'm about to say, but I didn't like that. Because of the simple fact that I do believe in the First Amendment right is entitled to everybody. It always has been. Mm -hmm. And if you allow anybody or anyone to silence one person, then the trickle effect can happen to anybody else. That's true. That's true. That's the only reason why I didn't like it, just because of mm -hmm. the practice that we've always exuded. But we've seen people get silenced and canceled, though. So, like, facts. What the fuck is canceled, though? Like, people... I, I feel like cancellation is like it, um, it doesn't exist. So you can't my, cancel somebody that you already don't. My personal like. interpretation of getting canceled is when you've done mess up enough people across social media, and they wrote your narrative to be to extinct. be whatever it is, yeah, and it's you're full of bullshit. And then from here on out, you're canceled. Whatever you say has no value to it. You yeah. could have been this person, and now you're this person. You could went to a list celebrity to. 
Who the fuck are you again? So I guess the answer to the question is legacy more about your narrative than your performance. No, your performance should be more of your legacy, but I think it takes a backseat. It comes to the narration of your longevity. Yeah, yeah, narration definitely comes into play because we're we're as us all of us we're based. People judge us based on what we produce Mm -hmm. as individuals. Exactly. So is that like a part of your legacy too? Like, okay, say I'm just. I give words of encouragement, inspiration. So how would you, like, what's my narrative? How, how would you, like, dictate my narrative? I'm just, oh, he's a wise person. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But it's really just, like, you're sending a message. Whoever gets the message, that's the message. Exactly. And someone could read that as saying, oh, you're full of shit. Or, you know, so it could be all about the interpretation of the person. So the narrative kind of changes for, by, by the person. Perception. Yeah. And perception rules everything. Yeah. You can do whatever you want, but if someone gets a wrong perception of you for one thing, it's a wrap. It's a wrap mm-hmm. for the person's perception, or is that's it a wrap for that person that's like receiving it? That's the person receiving it. You know, it's so weird to me. I just thought about it. Like, <clears throat> optics happen here and perception happens here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's just like, I don't know why that's so weird to me. Yeah. Because we all can see the same thing, but literally think something. Think something come. Yep, yep. And that comes off of how we were raised, how we've experienced life, how we've, you know, each dealt with our own shit. Yeah. To make us think, oh shit, this is this could be the you know outcome, and you could have a whole different like, bro. It's just a part of being human. I was was just gonna say, it's like human. That's being human, and it's just like, isn't that so fucking interesting? Like that is because I'll take an example. Like you can put a children in front of like Michael. I'll just take Michael Myers for instance, because I like watching the Michael Myers pranks around Halloween. Like some kids, when they see Michael Myers, will scream obviously in terror, and other kids will sometimes embrace him, love him, sit down, give him a hug, have compassion. And I just think that yeah, yeah, compassion. And it's so weird. It's like again, it's we all see the same thing, but your brain just interprets something different. Mm -hmm. I always think it's cute when the kids just he just like stands up, look at him, and the kid just hugs his legs and shit. Uh, He's just like (laughs) another example. You're supposed to be scared, motherfucker. Right. Another example is when we all did that personality test. Yes. Oh, I forgot to do that shit. Do it right now. It doesn't take very long. It doesn't take long. Right. It takes like literally one and, minute. No, by the time we're done talking about this, you're about to I'm going to go piss then real fast and I'll do it. So Okay. I'll keep talking. All right, go ahead. Go ahead. But yeah, just you know how you read, you read like each trait in deeper mm-hmm. and was like, oh, your best fit is somebody like me mm-hmm. or but my best fit was somebody like Cliff. Mm-hmm. You know? I noticed and that too because I read was, all of them and each one of them always needed like a different one it was never like you know the thinker needed the whatever you were visionary. it's like it he was a visionary too mm-hmm. so it's like no, how you were was a, a, maker. Uh, maker. a maker i was a maker as well so, yeah. so and then just for the listeners we're talking about the adobe it was an yeah. adobe personality test of some well, sort we'll have it posted in our episode mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. well yeah so it was just very interesting seeing how did, do you guys feel like yours matched up with how you think yeah, pretty much. Uh, that should be freaking me out sometimes. I'd be like, God damn. Yeah, my like, shit was spot on. I'm like the maker. I have my own. Yeah, brand. I'm yeah. like, wow. Okay. I like how mindset. I was like, yeah, I do have be having visions, and I do feel like I can help people. You know, just mm-hmm. you know, as best as I can. If I don't know, it, I'm gonna try to learn just to help you out. And if it helps me out in the end, guess what? That's cool too. Let me connect all three of us. Like, and this is about to be weird, okay? Because like how you need me, and you or do they need you? Like, how does that we work? We need you. Okay. Well, well, it ain't about that. But anyway, <laughs> um, so it's just funny how I had, again, the idea of this talking about it at the job. 
and you took the vision to the makers who were okay with like making it happen. And then we all met up in one location. Oh, that's crazy. Shit. That's and crazy. this happened. When you think about it, like, because, Yo, again, we for, all oh kind of three need each other. <laughs> it's like, again, because I thought of this. I used to talk about it for weeks, if not months on end. And Jacob used to just talk to me about it, bullshit about it. And he literally took the vision to you guys. And you guys helped me. And we make this shit. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I'm about to throw that's why I said in the phone, like, now this watch. is all a grand Look, scheme. Okay, he goes out and he's a baker. The episode's over. The FBI is going to show us that. No, but that's literally spot on because like that's what's the odds of like us getting that narrative though true true that's fucking crazy man. and we all developed and nurtured a relationship with each other because without us knowing in some some subconscious way we knew we needed each other far For down the line yeah. yeah that's dope that's so dope that's why i said we're like exactly where, where we're supposed to be in every it? aspect mm-hmm. what mm-hmm. the thing like, he just used a restaurant oh yeah i just, I just had a mind blowing yeah uh, your sister just facetimed me she's at my house oh, oh god Gabe, when you listen back to the episode, we just connected like some dots and it makes yeah, so total yeah. sense. We we need to know what you got right, either we'll, by the end of the episode or we'll post it with the episode. Alright, well if I if I stop listening for a little bit, you know why. No, you're good. Okay. So uh Jacob, what other uh topics we have? Oh shit, I lost my mouse. What's up? I'm literally mind blown by that. That's crazy. That's, That's crazy. crazy. <laughs> like, I love that. Wow. The Dave Chappelle. Okay. Because Dave Chappelle got more deal or another deal with Netflix. So woo woo. I'm sorry to everybody that might. No, shout out to Dave. Yes, sir. Uh, Another like for a series, he's going to co-produce about finding comedians and Mm. you know comedic stand-up. So I'm like, Earthquake is going to be on the first special, and I'm not going to lie, I'm vocaling that. Go watch it. If you've never seen Earthquake before, go watch him. He is hilarious. I love Earthquake. And I just want to give out to Dave Chappelle, shout out, you know, shout out to him for securing the bag with Netflix still, and um, just putting other people on. Yeah, I mean that's great. And he's lives in Ohio, so yeah. I think that's part of legacy too. I'm able to put somebody else on to what I'm doing. Yeah, you're literally sure. like a goat. Now I got a question. Mm-hmm. How you just did that? Let's say because you're tw- you turned 29 this year, right? Mm-hmm. So let's say five years. Fine. <laughs> so let's say five years from now, you're 34. Mm-hmm. Creative genius taken off. Mm-hmm. Some teenager comes up to you like, "Mr. Blair, I want to work for you." Where's you going? I, how, how would you help him in the business? First question I would ask is why. Okay. Why you want to work for me? Here's another important question because I see celebrities say this actually and I respect them for thinking this and saying this. When a person comes up to them and say, I want to be around you, work for you, whether it be free or not, they always ask them this question too. What are you good at? What do you do? Mm-hmm. That's, that's literally the question I would ask. What, what are you good at? What do you do? Because if you don't have nothing to bring me, if you're not like a skill tech designer, good with computers or anything like that to help my life be easier, then how can I put you on? You can't come to me and expect me to train you and stuff like that. Like, I want you to already have a skill. Yeah. That's the entrepreneur. And it comes back to you. Are you a high-value individual, or are you just an individual who's looking to seek validation and Mm -hmm. some type of, like, increase in a different way? Mm -hmm. Because if I'm an asset, like, I just want to come, learn that space. At the same time, though, you guys kind of are giving off the the vibes of a a company that wants a – Entry level position with experience, and it's an you know it's entry level position. So you're you're no. you're saying I need you to have something for me, but it's say he may say I or he or she may say, Mr. Blair, I got nothing to give you, but I'm I have effort, I have drive, I want I'm oh, motivated. That's, and that's the thing. I, I, that's why I said 
what's your why mm-hmm. tell me your why and then we'll work from there yeah yeah because sometimes it sometimes they may say i don't really know what i'm good at you know so then maybe you then that says okay well you have to figure okay. out what they are they, good at they might exactly. not have any of the skills come back to me and i'll give you something if you can go because that'll show me like the effort and the ambition is there if i say go you know go find what you're good at and come back and talk to me and if they really come back and can show me they can do that skill i got you or like maybe they don't have this any of the skill but they have the ambition mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. if they're if they have the in- intangibles it's like you know i might not be able to do this but i can do this really well and it can translate to this kind of like with the job any job you do at your job can really help improve your regular life too mm-hmm. True. so it's like you're always learning you're always learning how to Make everything more efficient. Because it makes no sense how much computer knowledge I have now, thanks to being an inside salesman and shit like that, and working on a computer and mm-hmm. putting in sales orders and all sorts of other shit. It makes no sense how um, I've done half the shit I've done. I'm great with PowerPoint now. I'm great with Excel. I'm great with uh, running reports. I'm great with a whole lot of shit now. Mm-hmm. See, like I, like I said, like your whole experience of what you're doing is improving you in some aspect. Mm-hmm. That's why I'm like I'm stressed to an extent, but like. It's helping me grow exactly yeah. to the person I'm supposed to become. Okay. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But for that kid that's asking me, like, can I come work for you? I'm simply asking you, what's your why? And do you think that your why is why you're in front of me right now? What, what's what's going to push you to, like, do the next thing? You know? Like I said, ambition is, like, a real, real thing. But, like, you got to – I want you to think for yourself. Don't think for anybody else. Mm-hmm. What do you think works for you? And then come back to me when you digested that thought, and we'll go from there. Because a lot of people can't think for themselves. A lot of people are conditioned to think this is what the dream is. This is the American dream. This is what I'm supposed to do. Like, no. Who's telling you that? Social media? I turned 30 this year. I still don't know. I, don't, I still don't know what the idea of the American dream is. I just look at it as just I wake up, I do what I do, I I enjoy what I do, but it's like I always think that for me myself and for my family, I'm I know I'm sh- I know I should do more. I was gonna say I know you I'm feel c- you should do more. I'm question. capable that I can do more. Mm-hmm. It's just finding out what's my niche. So no, my my thing is like I talk about me, but I'm like my I don't dream, I manifest. Because your thoughts Amen. are actual, like, what you create. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I manifested me getting a truck with a plow last year. So like, I just, I like, I talked about it. I'm like, and then I just started doing the legwork. And that's how it works, though. Right. If I don't talk about what I want to do long term, it'll never happen. You have to literally, like, write something down, set it there, come back. You'll see it just pop randomly manifest in your life. You'll be like, wow. I really wrote this down six months ago, and now I'm right in front of it. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. Right. So, just to comment on that. Do you think manifestation gets adjusted with certain algorithms through social media? If you, and that's another thing, like if you feed the algorithm on your social media, it kind of yeah. like helps you in a bit, but you have to like, but it's still going to try to control you. To you got yes. to be mindful yes. of yeah. it. Because you know. I feel like you, you, you search up something a, uh, a ladder for John's instance because he borrowed his neighbors or whatever the fuck happened the day. but now his algorithm and you know what I mean mm-hmm. his his ads are ladders so d- is his magnification getting you know put into him, in front of him through social media or is it something that now he's subconsciously starting to think about again because social media is a tool 
It's not your life. It's a tool. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Use it. Don't abuse it. Use it. For example, mm-hmm. I seen. I keep seeing a flyer. Nice. That yeah. makes sense too. Nice. That makes total sense. Now, yeah. now scroll all the way down and see who you pair with. Yeah, read your stuff and see who you pair. What with. do you mean? Untapped potential, mastering the art of, ex- of excluding ideas. You, you can go ahead and read it. it. We'll, we'll keep going on, but, but yeah, like so. Social media again is a tool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh. So like it'll create your, it'll help you create your narrative or what you want to manifest. But it's still like it's all on you because like or like when you click on like a garage sale ad and it pops up multiple times, I keep seeing like somebody's already prepped this wood. It's real nice wood. Made it flat, and I see a lot of videos about. And that's what you've been talking rosin, about, ro- you know, resin tables and rosin tables and different colors and how they do it. I'm just like, man, like, mm-hmm. I I don't have the space for it, but I I've seen what it takes. I've seen it, you know what I mean. And it's like, I know my cousins did it out in Washington before, and I know like if I Facetime him, he would help me out. Mm-hmm. So it's just like, man, you know, I might I might do one this summer. I don't know what I'm doing. So social media, the algorithm that you're seeing is is encouraging you to do something right. else. To, in a, in a roundabout way right to try it because i'm one of those people i'm always going to try it mm-hmm. if i feel like i accomplished it, i you know i'm going to at least try it and if i can't i can't but at least i gave it that try right mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. for myself i write down a manifestation list in my phone i did this literally like do you do it like every year or do you do it like or just when you're thinking about just when something? i'm thinking about something i write it down and okay. i walk away from it that's how it works yep. so i re- literally wrote down Studio space, art supplies, art sculptures, currency, wellness. In the past three weeks, I cultivated <coughs> a screen printing machine, an embroidery machine. That's art supplies that I wanted, but I wrote it down weeks ago, right. and it pops up. That's literally how it works. So yes. I don't want people to be so stressed out where, like, I need it right now. Like, no, just, okay, I need it. Walk away from it. That's how it works. Mm-hmm. You ready? Mm-hmm. Yes, I am partnered with Makers. <laughs> if that's what you yes. were asking, seek yes. out creative partnership with Maker Types. Fuck yeah, that's awesome. That makes total sense. Who's okay, a maker? So you need them. You need they us. They need you, and you need me. <laughs> what this, the hell? All this started with Clifton. Then it went to Jacob. We made it, and then we're coming to you, so you can. Innovative, and you're the youth. You're the one who's supposed <laughs> to be innovating, and that's why I, I literally sound like we need Gabe because he's going to help us. You said that the first meeting because he's a part of the n- the next generation. So funny, dude! This that's awesome. so crazy. No, we'll put so this link in the bio, real. and you guys can like take the test yeah. for yourself, and then we'll just. And, but I think it's also important to do it with your circle. Yes, not to reevaluate who you're with or anything like that. But I mean, it might take. To see something like this, to understand why you and certain people do not click as much as you, you and other people in, in the same circle. Mm-hmm. True. Or you can see why you and one person just may have a stronger bond than somebody else. That's true, mm-hmm. too. Because, yep. again, this is a strong synergy we have. We've always felt it. We know there's something here, and we've always just acted upon it. Mm-hmm. That's so nuts. It is nuts. That's so nuts. Just to go into, like, a different topic. Okay. You said is plastic surgery becoming an issue? Fuck yeah, I already said that shit. Also yeah, I told you, bitches out here built like ants. So, <laughs> so, so I uh, read the story, gathering topics yesterday, and it was kind of sad to me that this uh, Emmeline, 
I'm not gonna try to pronounce. That's a woman. Name. Yeah, it's a woman. Okay. And, uh, the name was, was throwing me off. I'm like, it, it, it looked foreign. I'm like, that could be a dude. Yeah, I, I think she name. was a uh, she was uh, of Asian descent. I don't know if she was like Philippine or something okay. like that. I've seen a picture of her. She was 18, but you know, when you're 18, again, you can do whatever you want to your body. But where I have a problem again, and the doctor was arrested and he was charged and he lost his uh, medical license and all that because it was a botched surgery. Oh, she died. Yeah, oh. she did die. Okay, I didn't it's know. I didn't like, know the story. Because of like the Kim Kardashian like culture and stuff like that and girls always trying to compare themselves doing Brazilian butt lifts face stuff like do you think plastic oh, that's what BBL stands for yeah, sorry Brazilian butt lift yeah. I had no <laughs> idea what it stood for <laughs> you're welcome <laughs> sorry, and, uh, sorry. It's just I, yeah. and do you think plastic surgery is kind of getting out of control where it's affecting our youth to where um I'm sorry you good and um do we need to like maybe have a age limit on it or something because you got to think she's 18 her body is still technically developing you know your body mm -hmm. don't stop developing mm -hmm. until like you're like 23 24 usually at the latest so i just think it to me personally it's problematic and i think it's funny if you guys want to go watch this out i watched a uh, episode of family guy last night season 19 episode 12 where Stewie gets plastic surgery, actually. <laughs> and uh, this shit looks crazy because I had just wrote this down yesterday. Mm -hmm. And I was like, wow. So to see all that come together and think about that, I was like, yeah, plastic surgery is out of control. Yes, Jacob, your hand is up. So, no, I don't think she was too young. Granted, I do agree with, you know, your body doesn't start, stop developing until you're 23 or 24. But on the other hand, it's like, Eighteen, you can make your own decisions. You're you're given this knowledge, you know, but at the end of the day, you're still making your own decisions. So, so if, don't get me wrong; I it, think it's helpful for people who have like clefts and stuff like that. I right, just right, to, like, right, right. But if you're trying to do like a BBL surgery or trying to enhance your body that nothing is wrong with, then it's like you're doing it for looks. And do you need looks? So if Taylor comes home, said Dad, or well, Jake or Dad, I don't know what the fuck she called you. I want a BBL. First of all, how the fuck are you going to feel? She said, Jacob. At 18, 18 years old. 18 like, years old. That's this what she wants for her 18th said. birthday. Jacob. She wants to be BBL, and she has the money to support it on her own. She doesn't need you, She doesn't need your money. She's <laughs> letting you know, for my 18th birthday, this is what I'm doing. She wants my, you to just drive her there and drive her back. My job as a parent is to give her as much knowledge as possible about getting whatever you want done. But at the end of the day, you're living your own life. Mm -hmm. I'm going to present you with the risk, you know, and reward of doing something like this. And... Take it and run with it. That's all That's, I can do. I can't. Is it a problem, though? Yeah, is my belief oh, yes, is becoming yes, problematic yes, in America yes, is what I'm really problem. asking. It is a problem, yes. Just ask her, why, why are you doing yes, this? Would, is this for you or is this for somebody else? Right. Yeah, because, yes, it is a problem for somebody. When, like, what's the point of it? Okay, so then I guess my second question to that is, if, okay, hypothetically, she passes away from a, from a boss, you know what I mean? Now, do you feel at fault because you're her parent? You should have said no. You're not. You're not getting this. I don't care if I you could, are 18. I could say no all I want, but she's gonna do the final thing anyways. Do you feel responsible? Would I feel responsible? Yes and no. That's a hard one because I, I gave her all the information. I told her the risk, but she still wanted to do it anyway. So it's like I did my job as a parent to give her all these warnings to tell her, "Hey, look, it's not you know." But then again, it's like. I can only control so much because mm -hmm. I'm sure, you know, each and every one of our parents told us, don't do that. Right. And we still as soon you try told, to do as soon it. So you told me don't do. Oh, I'm definitely doing exactly. that. Exactly. So it's like, <laughs> you, can, you can tell somebody no all the time. Yeah. 
<laughs> doesn't mean that you're going to listen. No, I agree with you on that. Yeah, but I mean, plastic surgery is kind of like different. right. How, I mean, how many do, you, do any of us know anybody that had plastic surgery? I do. No, do you do? I'm not going to put their name. No, out, but, but yeah. I'm. I'm. Yeah, I'm just saying though. Yeah, okay. I think I actually might know a person, and I don't want to. You do. I think okay. You do. Yep. Hold on. Can I? Uh, ooh, how can I do this in the most professional way possible? Text it in the group. Can I do? Ooh, Cell doesn't like her. Can I just say that? There you go. Okay, I already know mm-hmm. who it is. Mm-hmm. I already know who it is. All right, but with that being said, how oh, do yeah, you guys bitch, feel about? Just so you know, Cell don't like you. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's out there. Like, we on your she ass. She don't like you. I don't like you. Pull up. Ain't it? It's on us to whoop your ass. How do you feel about plastic surgery culture in America? Do you think it's becoming problematic? Um, yeah, I mean, I think that definitely um, celebrities getting ten different surgeries, lips, eyes, nose changes. I think that's also encouraging people to do it. Um, but it's also like a body image thing too. Like people don't like how they look, so there's an option to change. So they're doing it. You know, if they don't like how their ass looks, they're gonna get a, a BBL or a. And there's a, a there's a way to do all that. <laughs> There's literally a way to change all that. Never used that in a sentence before. Go to the gym. That's a fact. You can, you want that bubble or, ass? Go to the or, gym. Hey, so I see, I think this is the thing that some some people get lost in a natural body. Yeah. And they think that, you know, a tummy tuck and a BBL, that's a natural body. So now they're, you know what I mean? They're True. at the gym trying to do this, and it's the results are not working. It's not fast. You don't see it instantly. Mm-hmm. Instant, yeah. But let me point this out, though. Go you know what's the funny? Generation. But Once hey, you get a surgery like that, you have to go to the gym yeah, and do those keep workouts it anyway shape. to keep it up. So it's mm-hmm. like like what Ash is saying and I'm saying is like you might as well just go to the gym and do it naturally, go through the grind, and it'll become kind of like an, a healthy addiction mm-hmm. versus you're getting a surgery and you're forced to do it. And if you don't, that shit's going to suck. And that's just mm-hmm. going to help mm-hmm. more than just your self-esteem, man. It's going to help your mental, sharpen physical. Yeah. All yeah. I got to say is this. If you want to look like that, go to the damn metaverse nowadays. Fuck it. I already know what you about so, to do. You ain't getting no plastic surgery. You gonna throw on your head and be like, th- Jake wouldn't even get a haircut in the metaverse. What are you talking what about? What the fuck? Nope. What the fuck? I look like getting past. I'm sexy as fuck. What you the fuck? I need plastic no, surgery. Just for everybody to know, Jacob is the ugliest person on this podcast. <laughs> what I'm saying. On a roster full of five guys, <laughs> I'm picking John. <laughs> Ash, Cliff, and myself over <laughs> Jacob, just so we all know. Thank you. Sexy as fuck up in this bitch. I was just trying to say, Jacob, you're not getting plastic surgery nor working out in this dimension. You're going to throw on your headset I'm and be like, I'm not even going to get an Oculus. Fuck that shit. You will. No, why? I, I think you might, though. I, I see him already, because you know who going to want one? Parker, eventually, because you're going to figure, like, his fuck generation is going to have shit. it. And then eventually you're going to put it on because How you're a curious cat. No. That's in your nature to be curious. Then, and and then you're going to be like, gonna, oh, this shit is wrong. he's going to be like, well, what if Parker can, like, you know, cultivate and, like, try to, like, manufacture a different, like, Oculus and he can be, like, that person that, like, creates a whole new say you won't. You're going to put it on. Hey, y'all, it's been a great episode. <laughs> <laughs> See, uh, and, that, and that's all right though. Just like try it out. If you well, don't like I mean, it, I don't cool. I don't think they're cool. I don't think the whole concept is cool at all. Like maybe playing a virtual reality game, but living, but actually like putting it on and like he said, living, living in a different universe, which some people sounds like what they're doing, or just portraying a different character or a subconscious of yourself in a digital world is, does not sound appealing to me. Uh, not yet. Have you done it though? No, so that's fair. So the, as as of right now, I have not done it, so it does not sound appealing. To me. Right now, it seems far out because it's not. It doesn't seem developed far out. enough to. Yeah, it's still have. going through the beta stage yeah. right yeah, now. I don't, so I no, I don't think it sounds far. I just know that I haven't tried it yet, and it doesn't sound appealing. Now, after I try it, I could, my perception of it could change. But as of right now, 
it's going to become appealing to most of us once we're able to go to concerts, stand-ups, and stuff like that. Because that universe will eventually have concerts and stand-up comedy specials and stuff like that. Throw in your headset, go straight to a show. You ain't got to travel. It's right mm-hmm. there. Pay for a ticket. Go to a virtual show. I think it'll be more appealing, like you said, if Parker asked for it or if Armani asked for it or, you know, if your dog asked for it. You oh, know. Thanks, man. Your dog would be happy as fuck. <laughs> Could you Damn, that would be kind of cool though, having a dog but Oculus just chasing squirrels all day, to go and back to the bugging the hell out, and treats. You have to take to it to an open field though. though. That motherfucker going they slamming the walls. I, 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 I was saying that in my mind. I said, okay, he's just gonna run around in a circle. He gonna fuck something up. They so. have PT specialized virtual reality uh-huh. Oculuses now too, hmm. that are just PT based. I was like, what? Hmm. What do you mean PT? Yeah, what physical therapy based. V, v, yes. That's cool. A PT lady told me. So I can, like, break my arm in the metaverse? (sighs) No, like, you can heal your arm through physical therapy using the metaverse. Uh, Shit like that. That's next level. See? This is why this shit, I don't want And I think that we take for granted how our our brain is, like, the most powerful muscle that we have on our whole body. That is a fact. Speaking of our It's an electrical highway up here. Mm -hmm. Yeah. How's your mental health check doing this week? I'm great, man. What's it at? You want to start with me? With the yeah, mental health? I'm starting with Are we getting out of here? I didn't know. Like, okay. Well, if we want to go into mental health, I am at a 9.5. Oh. Yep. Why are you so? Why are you feeling so good for us? Because I'm exactly where I'm supposed to be. <coughs> Everything's falling into place. At first, it seemed kind of like foreign, or it wasn't like comfortable to me. Okay. But then I keep reminding myself, you have to be uncomfortable to get to the next space. I'm like, okay. So I'm exactly where I'm supposed to be. Everything is. Falling in line, I keep cultivating a pickup truck, and then I'm going to see trucks now. So like, it's it's all falling into place. Yeah, yeah. So for Let's me, here. nine point five. Nine point five. Cliff, what you at? Me, I'm at a I'm at a neutral seven, only Ooh. because I need some sleep. Again, I'm overworked and shit like that. But otherwise, I mean, I don't have no complaints. My life is good, like Future and Drake. I no, I was gonna say, it's good. You know. Like How are you doing, Jacob? Oh, you hot damn. Nah, because you like going last, and I kind of don't want you to go yeah, last. Yeah, let's cut that out real quick. How do you feel, Jacob? I like how he just Heisman your ass into going. Right. <laughs> Bitch. Right. <you're> next. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a solid eight. I can't complain about really anything right now. Everything's going pretty well. Mm-hmm. Woke. Did not sleep well. Woke up. Had a mini anxiety attack. Make sure I had to find my, make sure I had my certain certificates and stuff, because I got to renew my license this year. I'm glad you're okay. So For work purposes. For work purposes, so. <laughs> Yeah, you woke up and you couldn't find your phone, huh? Shanta was going through it. You got scared. Oh, fuck, she don't find, find the porn <laughs> Not the BBLs. Like Jacob, what are you watching? Why are you looking up BBLs? What is twerking on the couch? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, but it's all good this way. Really can't complain. What about you, John? Me? He uh, said, little old me. Yeah, me. I'm doing good. I'm doing really good, actually. I, I think m- right now, mentally. I'm doing really well. I <laughs> last night I actually had a. Um, I wanted to mention this on the podcast. Last night I had a, a situation happen, and it really put into perspective what I have and what people don't realize that they have in their life. And, Elaborate. Um, I don't want to go too far into it. It's just it's just basically just just realize that your life and I hate to put downplay anybody's situations, but your life can be very very worse, and you don't understand that and. Just to put it in perspective, to understand people need people as well, you know, um, being there for others, being supportive, being a good person is, is going to 
thwart any anything. So just make sure you're the the best person possible and um be grateful for what you have. So Period. definitely, I'm like, and I don't mean to one up you, Ash. I'm I'm like a ten now. Like Ooh, on that, buddy, yeah, there I mean, you go. Yeah, I, mean, I like that. On that feeling, like I just felt like grateful for what I'm where I'm at in life and what I'm doing and and everything, everything in my life, you guys and everything. So I, I really mean that. That's why I said you're exactly where Ooh, you're supposed wee. to be. His yeah. epiphany put yeah. him at ten. Yeah. Oh, we got seven, eight, nine, ten. We in the line, for baby. Sure, for sure, for sure. And I would say oh, only thing I am hungry as fuck right now. That's the only Same, thing. man. You okay? We'll get out of here shortly. I'm about to dog okay. some shit when I go home. <laughs> okay, so Gabe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So me. How you feeling? I ain't even gonna lie to you. I'm about to, about to piggyback off of, <laughs> off of John's shit. I, I might have to go with a 10, Let's man. Go. I'm not gonna lie, man. I like I like seeing everybody. I, I like seeing everybody out for the city. All the, all the vibes that it's bringing, man. Everybody's in a good mood. I feel like just everybody around me has been in a good mood this whole week lately. Um... I can't complain, man. I took a week off from bowling just to gather myself because I I wasn't I wasn't wasn't in my bag the way I wanted to be in my bag last mm-hmm. time. So then I got back into the gym playing basketball Tuesday. I was Damon 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 looked me in my eyes on the court said you're not on my fucking team stop fucking talking to me. Mm-hmm. So after that, me and Damon just started going back and forth, and it felt good to have a competitive you know what I mean back and forth battle with, with one of your brothers. You know I'm pulling up next Tuesday too. So. Pull up, you already know how it is, mm-hmm. man. I mean it might not be the best comp, but it's. It's, it's still being it's out run. there and yeah, it's run. running though. So. Uh, so I just felt good off of that, man. You know, I got Lola, I got Ivy, I got Bella at my house when I get home. So I get to see all my girls. Um, nice, nice. And, you know, I'm just excited for the, what the weekend has to bring. The UFC fight tonight, um, All Star weekend, like we already touched on. You know, we just lit. Well, I, just, I let me revise my number now because I'm one of those people, I'm happy to see my people happy. Mm-hmm. So y'all just bumped me up to an eight. But just know I'm a ten in disguise. Once I get food and sleep, that's my two other. Later on, I'll be a He's ten. Other right, so I'm, coming. A, I'm coming. a ten in disguise, but I'm an eight thanks to your guys' energy. So mm-hmm. thank you guys. For and that. again, I just want to uh, reiterate: like, we go to the gym for our physical health. Yep. What do you do for your mental health? Mm. How are you exercising that muscle? Mm-hmm. So just think about that and work on it. Ooh, yeah. Shout shout out to Wordle. Man, shout out to Wordle. That's been my word I'm about exercise. To download Wordle. Yeah. Well, no, I just go on the internet. Go on straight on the browser. Yeah, browser. I, just, I don't. I don't. There ain't, no I don't download nothing off of it. Get your mental health. That's 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 some good mental. Like, and it's a good little yeah. It's a good little challenge for yourself. Cause yes. if you think about it, how many fucking five letter words do you know? I know. I know a couple. There's a fucking fuck ton of five letter words. Yeah. And, it, and it's crazy, man. It's crazy. <laughs> All I would say is, like, you know how you guys won't watch some stuff because it's too trendy? Mine is applying towards Wordle. Wordle. Mm-hmm. I, I felt like that, too, I until like, I got stumped and I couldn't beat it. And I'm like, you know what? I ain't going to let you beat me. <laughs> so I kept, I, I really challenged myself, like, you're smarter than this. You can think there you of go. X amount of five-letter words. And, and if you can't. You gotta figure it out. You know what I mean? You gotta yeah. keep going. Fuck yeah. all that shit. Like one one day, one time a day, six 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 attempts. What you got? Mm-hmm. I didn't go today yet. I mean, oh, either after that, you locked out. Drop the drop yeah, the link. It, you, drop it, the link it, in the group chat. I'll do it today. Yeah, it, it's basically spell. every day they put one word out, and you have to guess it. You have six attempts on on your browser. So if you do it on your phone and your and your computer, you can have twelve you know attempts. But you know if you want to be really Honest. honest just honest once. just do it once for six six attempts mm-hmm. so it'll give you you know each letter you put in it'll give you if you have it in the right spot or if it's there somewhere else that you have to move it so you have to figure out other words to use it's mm-hmm. it's it's cool that's what i'm saying that's a mental exercise exercise oh yeah for sure 
Work out That's mentally the, as much as you do physically. This, it, this, <laughs> this word was kind of remind, reminding me of when uh, Words of Friends was coming yeah, out yeah, in high school. Yeah, and we, everybody was playing. It's basically Scrabble if you don't true. know what Words of Friends was. True. But, um, yeah, I, I see what my thing was with Words of Friends. I didn't want no smoke with nobody. My grandma whooped my ass so many times that I ain't want no problems. I Nope. I, I played her like a couple times. She whooped my ass too bad. I said, you know what? I'm done with this game. I can't spell it as it is. Ooh, I just I'm about to dub a new word, mexercise. Sounds yeah. like Mexican, but it's Ooh. mental exercise. Mexercise. Mexercise. I, I just like submit it. never mind. I'm gonna nah. ask for it. Not right. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but side note, Brian Brian Flores just signed with the Steelers. Oh yep. As oh. a senior as a senior defensive assistant and the linebackers coach. Oh, nice. Damn. And that's now the right formidable. I think that's the right team to go to with Tomlin. Mm-hmm. Hmm. I'm not I'm jealous. Damn. That's a great fucking pickup. Mm-hmm. Nice. nice. So I got a mental gym. Much did you do as well, Clifton? So my mental gem for today is change is inevitable. Growth is always optional. So as time goes past, you have the capability of growing, but it's optional. It's it's really on you. So mm-hmm. shout out to the podcast. Mm-hmm. You're mm-hmm. all right, Cliff. What you got for us? I got nothing is a waste of time if you use the experience wisely, and that's by August Roden. And I'll say this to everybody out there: If you're a hater, don't be throwing people in the shade just so you can shine. That's a cliff note. Yeah, cliff, what? cliff note. Ooh, yo, we gonna start doing cliff notes. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. All right, y'all. All right, guys. It's been another episode of It's on Us. Hope y'all enjoyed. You're oh, out of yeah. here. Bye, mom. And that is gonna wrap it, guys. The episode is finished. We hope you enjoyed it. If you did, please be sure to like it, share it with your friends and family, and be sure to follow us on all our social media pages at IOU Podcast 440. Again, thank you for tuning in. Thank you for the continued support. We'll see you soon. Bye.